tennis. Hello and welcome to Welcome to episode 47 of the Stu and Al pod with him, Stu. Me, Al. <laughs> you like that, Stu? I, you know, I came up with that a couple of weeks ago where I was just singing the tune in my in the car on my own as I was driving. And then at the end, I thought it'd be funny to say tennis. I don't know why. <laughs> All right. Or you could have gone with a uh, dart. Yeah. Or, or badminton. Uh, uh, sport. Oh, <laughs> Hey, Ow. we like the sports, don't we, I Stu? We do like sport. We do like a bit yeah. of sport. Stu, before we start, what was your favourite event at sports day at school? And I'm talking primary school, not secondary. A wheelbarrow race. I oh, yeah. Won. I won but it in it, year five. Yeah, we uh, did, didn't we? I was always a fan of the wheelbarrows. Sack race, I liked. Yeah, that was a good one. Egg and spoon, that was good. Oh, the sack race, Stu. What I call it now is, un- is employment. <laughs> Doesn't really work. <laughs> but, yeah. No. Oh, it's um, it's birthday week this week. We had a lot of birthdays out in the, uh, in the in the world of our fans. We do, don't we? Jesus, I, I just like to fans. check my uh, check check the date then, make sure I'd not missed any. That's May the second, isn't it? Yes, Monday, May the second today. Yeah. Um. So it's May the second be with you. Happy Star Wars Day. May the second be with you. Yep, nearly there. Uh, happy birthday to Laura Phillips, who's turned twenty-one this week. Hello, happy a twenty-one-year-old listening to this. She's a bit older than twenty-one, but I've been asked to say that at her age. Okay. How old is she really, Stu? Just put your fingers uh, up. In the thirties, we'll say yeah. that. How many in the thirties? The the low thirties. Go on, just put your finger up. I won't say it. Thirty-nine. <laughs> I'm only joking. It wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't that. Uh, a very happy birthday to Brandon as well, Brandolino, uh, who has turned four. This weekend. Okay, happy birthday. He was the one who did the advert for us on Instagram that time. Oh, yeah. I hope he doesn't listen. I don't think he does, though. No. He did share his favourite sources that we'll um, share later, though. Oh, good. Uh, and happy birthday to Baxter the Dog, who turns five tomorrow. Happy Tuesday, May the 3rd. Hey, May the 3rd be with you. Happy Star Wars Day. But speaking of birthdays, I was speaking of birthdays. You know, there the are other about, people's birthdays we've missed out, by the way. I don't care. I All did right. a lot of birthday jokes this week, so I just used that as a tie-in. All right, then. But do you know what the worst thing about being a birthday cake is? What? Well, after you've been set on fire, you're eaten by the hero that saved you. Oh, bloody hell. By the what? Say that bit again. After you're set on fire, yeah. you're eaten by the hero that saved you. Oh, yes, of course, because they're black. They're kind of very good. Sorry, I'm ruining that joke, haven't I? Always better when you explain them. Yeah, <laughs> always funnier. And uh, as I handed my dad his 60th birthday card, he looked at me with tears in his eyes and said, you know, son, one would have been enough. Oh, God. It reminded me when I was little, my parents got me a dog and a cat for my birthday. And then the next day, we called the dog Curiosity. <clears throat> very good. What are you drinking now? Moving on. I've got a, a big bottle of Peroni. Oh, I've got an Italian as well. I had some uh, Nastro Rosoro this weekend, actually. Mamma mia. Mamma mia, indeed. That you got anything else? I, I've got something, yeah. Yeah, Stu, go on. 
um, I believe a congratulations are in order. I can't believe you didn't tell me. What? Well, I'll, uh, I'll let the, this person speak instead who can tell you. So obviously you know, but you're just not letting on. Well, that's do it. I'm uh, Davey D, Jackie D's dad. Oh, fucking hell. Now I've heard you and Jackie D are engaged. A little bit annoyed that you didn't come to me first, ask for permission and that. Fucking knob. But, you know, Jackie D, it's what Jackie D does, don't she, eh? I told her not to go into that fucking X Factor, but she did, because she wanted to meet Simon Cowles. But Stu, started no. planning, planning a wedding already. Going to be a summer wedding, isn't it? We'll do it in November, though, because it's cheaper. Still be a summer wedding. <laughs> Good joke, though, isn't it? <laughs> I've bought a social club, you know, <laughs> and they've um, they've got on four liquor bottles of cider Lipa. for the toast and for the tables. Lambrini, Lambrini for the girls. How big are the cider bottles? Four liquor. All right. Uh, you're obviously, um, you're going to take our name. You'll take... Jackie's last name, so you'll be Stewie D from now on, all right? Stewie D. Yeah. Can't wait for that. You know what the D stands for? I don't want to know. It stands for... <laughs> yeah, what do you think of that? Uh, horrified. Uh, there'll be a drink. Hey, we'll, stew, we'll do a stag do. Plan that already and all and chat. My it voice keeps changing. Um, yeah, there'll be drinking, fighting and shagging on the stag do. It's just me and you. <laughs> can't can't outcome as well. No. He's going to be best man. Well, it, it just, he's not invited because he, he ain't told right. me either. I ain't going then. So, be, be good laughs. We'll do it down social club. No. Put me, I'll book the rooms with me and you. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, I'll speak to you later, Stu. We'll meet yep. for a pint. You're paying. Yeah. So, Stu, I'll, Stu. I'll meet you. Congratulations. Yeah, thanks. Um, how about them sources, then, eh? Hey, hey! Before we start, Stu, I bet the listeners are uh, eagle eagle-eared because there's a brand new feature this week. <laughs> well, we've got to do a sorry, haven't we? Oh, we got to do a sorry. Okay. Uh, last week we forgot to read out Brendan's um, James Bond theme. I'm Go listening on. back to the show. Yeah. We yeah. we started to say it, but then we got distracted by something. Probably as being twat. Yeah. Yeah. That, and then we didn't actually read them out. So we said his name. And then we moved on. Okay, so what were so, they? picked You Know My Name by Chris Cornell. You Know My Name. Live and Let Die by Wings. Live and Let Die. And he wants a rendition from me for his final song, For Your Eyes Only by Sheena Easton. Sheena, take it away. For your eyes only. Only for you. Dare I do. Right. It's time for top three. Top three. Each week, me and Al are set a topic where we tell you our three favourite things about that chosen subject. Uh, don't know what I mean? Well, let's let explain a bit further. Al, if I was to explain to you your top three club cards, what would they be? Oh, I like a Tesco club card. Yeah. Sainsbury's. Yeah. And, oh... Oh, I don't know a third one, Stu. I would have gone with the Blockbuster rental. Oh, uh, yeah. Card. Old school Blockbuster video card. Or video mm. box. Remember video box? Hey, yeah. do, you remember, do you remember things back from then? Do you remember? Yeah, I remember video box with the tweets and the crisps and the films. <laughs> yeah, VHS. You remember White, White, White Dog Dirt? 
uh, this week how you chose the subject, didn't you? I did. I chose your top three condiments. How did you find it, Stu? Saucy. No, yes, please. So, Stu, top three condiments. Mine changed quite a lot. And actually, today, they changed completely. And now I've got three new ones. Ah. So, um, Stu, it was my top three. So, I'd like you to go first, please, and tell me your number three. At number three, I'll have mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. Yep. Best on yep. chips or a simple BLT will do. Oh, yes, please. Uh, so I did a bit of research on the, uh, on the condiment. Oh, mayonnaise originated in the 18th century in Eindhoven. Uh, it was um, whipped up by a local chef called Hans in Pants. <laughs> uh, after, it all came about when he was making a meal for a very important customer, and he realised he had no relish. So he improvised and came, and came up with, a, and came up with the uh, prepared meal, but slightly out of breath. <laughs> uh, since then the sauce has changed quite a bit with eggs being the main ingredient in- instead of um you know yeah uh, and it's uh, well used all over the world a few, uh, few facts about mayonnaise that can actually cause blindness in badgers and all other woodland creatures mayonnaise was actually used as hair cream during the vietnam war and hellman's uh, pretty good at making mayonnaise yeah how much of those facts were true um Hellman's makes good mode. So. <laughs> Brilliant. Good choice, Stu. Good choice. Uh, Stu, my number three is good old English mustard. Ah. Now, English mustard um, comes from the mustard plant, which is mixed with water, vinegar, lemon juice, wine, and I like this bit, or other liquids, or any other liquid, don't matter. Just add whatever you like in there. <laughs> Urine, for example. <laughs> Give it that kick. Um, it's, it was originated um, as far back as it was 1850 BC. Bloody hell. And 1850 BC? BC? Yeah, what does 1850 1,850 years before Christ. Is it before Christ? I thought it was before... Um, countdown. Yeah. <laughs> that would be better, before Countdown. Yeah, crazy, isn't it? Bloody hell, eh? Um, it's good. It's good on out. I, like, I love a bit of um, English mustard. On an, on, a, on a ham sandwich, too, a bit of English mustard. Pop it on your Sunday dinner, you know, bit on your beef. So I know some people yeah. have a horseradish, but like a bit of it. Especially like gravy, though. I don't put mustard on if it's already got gravy on there. Oh, no. Yeah. With your bangers and mash. In a roast. Yeah. Love it, Stu. I really love it. Right. That's my number two. One, three, three. God, I can't count. Your number two, Stu. Tomato sauce. Yeah, saucy. Put on burgers or hot dogs or a, a nice steak pie. Yeah, true. Don't mix Actually, it with don't mix it with mash though. When no. people mix it with mash and it makes pink mash, you're insane. No, no, no. no. That's not not that's not on. Not on. Affectionately known as red sauce or Tommy K. Uh, yeah. tomato yeah. sauce has been around for centuries and can be traced back as far as 1066, where of course William the Conqueror, first Norman king, celebrated victory by uh, dousing ketchup over those he had slain in battle. Oh, excellent. That blood or is it sauce? We'll never oh, know. Oh, you'll never know. So, my number two is... I've got some facts oh, now. Oh, sauce? So it's named Tommy K after Wall Street Supremo Thomas K. Katagnagnia, who yep. famously poured tomato ketchup over other traders when signing his first $1 million deal. Okay. Tomato ketchup was the first condiment to ever feature in a movie. That movie was Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. 
Mordecai was actually the first commandment as well. A lot of people don't know that when Moses read those Ten Commandments out. Ketchup was there first, even though it was actually just a stain that he spilt on the slab. Ah, of course, yeah. And Motown heavyweight Smokey Robinson used to eat mushrooms on toast with ketchup. Nice. Good on him. Ain't no mushroom high enough. Oh. <clears throat> My number two, Sue. 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 Rita and Sue. And Bob, too. Um, my, number, <laughs> my number two, Stu, is mint sauce. Oh. Ooh, lovely mint sauce. I had mint sauce yesterday, Stu, when, uh, yeah. when uh, so just a little bit for our listeners. I went on the Emmerdale store yesterday. I took me mum uh, as a Christmas present for her. And we went to a, a restaurant um, near the set. And we had a lovely Sunday dinner, Stu. And they yeah. brought out mint sauce. Oh, oh. mamma mia. Um, it was great. I don't know when it was made first because Wikipedia didn't tell me. It is made from spearmint leaves uh, soaked in vinegar. It's often used with lamb, um, but you can have it with whatever you want. I have it with most of the dinners too if I've got it in. I don't bloody care. I'll have really chicken if I want. Um, no, um, they do do a mint jelly as well, but that's shit. Don't like that. But mint sauce right. stew. Minty, mint, mint, minty, mint. Um, originally, as well, still a couple of facts. Um, extra extra um, chewing gum. It contained mint sauce within the chewing gum, and when you bit into it, it floods your mouth with mint sauce. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> so that's my number two, Stu. Let's hear your top sauce. Condiment. Brown sauce. Brown sauce. Yeah, that is. It's what makes the bacon sandwich complete? Is that? Yeah, it's a good sauce, isn't it? Brown sauce originated in the uh, prehistoric era. You can uh, count the Triceratops, Stegosaurus, and Pterodactyl as fans. Uh, the Triceratops, especially, who liked it with leaves. Yeah, I suppose. Good Those leaves are rich rye. Bit of brown sauce on there. Bit of brown sauce. Lovely stew. Thank you. The OG, OG vegetarian there, Triceratops. <clears throat> uh, brown sauce is named brown sauce due to the fact that it's um, brown. Yep. Once served as a beverage around bars in France during the 1920s. Yeah, they would. And bourbon, bourbon was a band. Brown sauce yeah. was crafted in. And a HP, only, only HP, except no substitutes. Okay, excellent. Thanks, Stu. Well, my number one is gravy. God, gravy. Thank you. It's just brown and water. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Simpsons quote there for you. Well, that's a great <laughs> Simpsons quote, isn't it, Steve? Why is it prices? Dental plan. <laughs> so um, gravy traditionally made from the juices of meat with corn stout, uh, stout, corn starch or wheat flour to thicken. Of course, you can just blah bisto, can't you? And just with the granules, yeah. mix it with water. Gravy's brilliant. Gravy, uh, gravy wasn't in mine until, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna praise him here. Regular yeah. Gav said about mm. gravy, and I just thought, yes, gravy. You know, dip a bit of a stew. You know, what I used to like doing is making a dinner, and then with a bit of gravy that's left in the pot, get a bit of, get a bit of bread in there, dip it in. Nom 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 nom. Um, gravy you can have it on anything you like: chips, your roast dinner, pie, pie, pie. mash, sausage Chip. and mash, chips. I had um, a little while ago, Stu, I, I, I was the day before I went shopping and I was just seeing what I got in the fridge or the freezer. And I had, Stu, you'll like this. I had chips, right? I had broccoli, fish fingers and gravy. Oh, Ooh, it was good. It was good. 
Our survey says, ding, 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 sharp answer. So, Stu, that's my number one, gravy. What do you think? Yeah, not bad, mate. Good, good choice. Good choice. Didn't make my top three, but never mind. A big, um, a big fan of gravy is our year six primary school teacher, Mr. Davey, who um, would often sing Davey Loves Gravy just before dinner each day. Yeah. <laughs> so, Stu. Strange man he was, wasn't he? <laughs> what have our listeners said? Well, we welcome the return of Mr. Comrade this week, Al. Welcome, Back Mr. Comrade. again, just like the Renegade Master. Papple people, papple people. Uh, so he's just picked mayonnaise three times. Fair enough. That's what he wants. Uh, but then he has honor- honorable mentions as well. Yep. going to be two of the honorable mentions in this. Not three, but uh, honorable mentions, brown sauce, brinjal pickle, pickle and red onion marmalade. Oh, fair enough. Mm. Like Paddington. Yeah. Oh, he doesn't like red onion, does he, Paddington? I'm not too sure he does, no. Yeah. Uh, Catherine has gone for French mustard, brown sauce, and pickle lily. Uh, Dave from I'd Give That 10 Minutes podcast, and soon to be with Frank Mendoza on Movies Across the Pod, brand new yeah. podcast with the two of them together there. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be interesting. He's gone for ketchup, garlic, mayo, and southwest sauce. Yep. Brenda Oldran, uh, we'll say is this week. Uh, Prinaise, horseradish, and Cholula hot sauce. Ooh, I like my posh ones. Oh, shut up, Brendan. Come on. Yeah, sure. Frank's gone for yellow mustard, hummus, and salsa. Fair enough. They're, they're, they're American-ish sources, isn't they? Yeah. They've been very stereotypical there, Frank. Well done. Keith. No sign of iron brew at all here. A1 steak sauce. McDonald's sweet and sour. And soy sauce. Oh, yeah. McDonald's sweet and sour sauce is amazing. Uh, Keza G. All I had from her all week was I'm having a nervous breakdown with this one. Yeah. And then she, I think she actually added them, but I've not um, responded. She has picked Moorish smoked hummus. Has to be that brand. Yeah. Almost any flavor of mayo. Most yeah. flavors of ketchup. Okay. Ketchup only has one flavor. <laughs> uh, yeah. Her original answer was, um, I'm having a nervous breakdown with this one. You probably should have stuck with that. <laughs> Gav. Salt, soy, gravy, and quote, not sure what any condiment offers that gravy doesn't, which is yeah, why in third place as well. Yep. Salt. That's crap, isn't it? Salt. What a poor That's choice. A crapper. What a poor choice. Emily, garlic mayo, Domino's version only. Yeah, that is yeah. good garlic mayo. Uh, soy and mint. It's not just for lamb. I think you find it is. <laughs> no, it's not. Mince for anything, Stu. Pop one in your mouth. My favourite uh, answers this week out from Kerry. English mustard, French mustard, Pat mustard. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Uh, Hayley, Hayes, ketchup, Mackie sweet and sour, and the Domino garlic herb dip. Has yep. to be the Domino's one, though. Uh, Johnny, extra hot peri-peri sauce, McDonald's sweet curry sauce, and the red Kansas City barbecue sauce. And then the birthday boy, Bran, he went for ketchup, soy, and gravy. 
soy sauce for a four-year-old? Oh, hey, Stu, I hadn't had soy sauce till I were in mid-twenties, te- I don't think. Mid-tens. Mid-tens. Yeah, mid-tens. <laughs> so that was, uh, is that everyone? Yeah, that's it. Excellent. Well, that was top three condiments. Thank you very much for your contribution. Stu, it is your choice for the next episode. What are you going with? We're travelling back in time, this one. I'll, uh, I want everyone's top three shows when they used to watch Nickelodeon. Oh, Nick, the Nick, Nick, the Nick, Nick, Nick. Excellent. Keen and kill. Yo, keen and kill. That's definitely going in. Sister, sister. Doug. <gasps> That's definitely Rug going rats. in. Rocco's Modern Life. Doug. Right, well, if you would like to tell us your top three Nickelodeon TV shows, you can get in contact. We are Stu and Alpod at gmail.com. Or on Twitter and Instagram, we are Stu at Stu and Alpod. So that was top three. Now it's time for na 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 nineties corner. Na 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 na. Nineties corner. So nineties corner. It changed quite a while ago now. So if you're not used to it, catch you up. <laughs> Catch up. Catch up. Hey. hey, look at that. Who says we can't bring comedy back around? Um, each episode, we talk about something from the 90s. It's either a film, a single, or a pop culture moment. At the moment, we are on the year 1994, and it is a pop culture moment. But before we continue, Stu, last week, we did 1994 sing- single. So, the poll went up on Twitter. Let's see what the results are. Uh, 11 votes we had in the end. Oh, who's not sharing it? Let's get ready to rumble. Came last with not a single vote. What? Even I didn't vote for it. <laughs> Third place was Loser by Beck with 18%. Second place, Sabotage. I'm not happy with that. Yeah. Second place, Sabotage, 27%. Winner was Basket Case, 55% of the vote. Yeah, I voted for Basket Case too. So thank you for your votes. So let's continue on with the 1994 moment. Still, I'd like to go first on this one. I have picked from 1994 the start of the National Lottery. How oh, was it? Yeah, release those balls! Release those balls! Did they draw them well? <laughs> good draw, good draw. Uh, so, Stu, the National Lottery started on the 19th of November. It was a Saturday. It was presented by... Gabby Roslin. Noel Edmonds. Oh. And his crinkly bottom. Uh, <laughs> the winning numbers, Stu, were three, five... 14, 22, and 30, and 44. And the bonus ball was the number 10. There were seven winners, Stu, who, sh- who shared a jackpot of 5.874778 million. Now, I don't think that's right. I- I'm sure the first jackpot was bigger than that, unless they each got that. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, a lot of money. Oh, they usually share the jackpot, don't they? they don't I know, but each. I don't think the jackpot on the first one would have been 5.8 million. I would have thought it would be more than that, the first one. Um, but uh, yeah, it, I mean, you'd be as, as exciting as it'd be to win the lottery. Imagine having to share 5.8 million with seven people. It just, you're not, well, even, it, getting, you're not even getting a million. Take that, yeah. Yeah, you'd be slightly disappointed, wouldn't you? Well, Thanks. slightly. Thanks. But yeah, Stu, that's mine. The National Lottery beginning. 
How about, how about your good self? Well, there's a lot of tragedies, Al, and dominated there when I looked at that Steps night. album. Uh, so I went for the opening of the Channel Tunnel in the end. Uh, <laughs> Didn't I go for that in 90s Corner when it was the old 90s Corner? And oh, you man. wouldn't put it through. <laughs> oh. But it makes it easier to get to France, doesn't it, through the tunnel instead of swimming? It's a lot quicker. Right. Going through the tunnel. And uh, yeah, that's it. Let's pick that. Excellent. So, so far it's the National Lottery and the opening of the Channel Tunnel. Stu, what have our listeners said? Uh, Brenda Tron went for the OJ Simpson car chase. Yep. Uh, Keza G as well. Uh, she put not my top moment as I was four and don't remember it, but still. So we asked for your top moment, and then she puts down something that's not our top moment. Kesa G on fire this week. He picked Woodstock 94, an ill-conceived cash grab that descended into total chaos. Yeah. Keith has gone for the World Wide Web being invented. Uh, Kerry picked the height of Britpop. Hayley went for Take That in their prime. And Johnny winning British Bulldog at school. So it'll have to be R2, uh, the OJ Simpson chase. And what was the third to last one you read out? The height of Britpop. No, the one before that. World Wide Web. Yeah, we'll go with World Wide Web. What about British Bulldog at school? No, we're not putting in people's individual thingies now. Just because Gav had it that time. What are you on about? Well, Gav had that one where that rollerblader jumped over his head. Yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah, I know. So we'll put those four up on social media, on Twitter, and you can vote for those in the next episode. I'm voting for OJ already, man. I don't <laughs> even like my channel to one. <laughs> so that was a 90s corner for the 1994 moment. Now, in the next episode, we will be asking for your top film from the year 1995. So you can get in contact, stewandalpod at gmail.com or at stewandalpod on Instagram and Twitter. Batman Forever. Yeah. Goldeneye. 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 Dangerous Minds. Yeah. Gangster's Paradise on the credits. We spend most of life living in Gangster's Paradise. Bring it back now. Still to come. I've uh, nipped down the bag of nails this week in London. London! We have the debut of our new feature. We'll reveal the name in due course. Mike Reed has a few more tips. But for now, here's Al with an advert. Plenty of fellas wish that they had a bigger penis. Well, here at Barry's, we can help you out with Barry's penis enlargement. <laughs> you done this. Unscientifically proven to work. <laughs> we... <laughs> We get a big fat bloke to pull on your donger <laughs> and stretch it out as far as it will go for an hour a day for six weeks. But don't just take my word for it. Here is a very satisfied customer. He's back. After having my scotch eggs and strong cider, I noticed that my penis was very, very small. I contacted Barry's and took his six-week programme of a big fat bloke pulling on my willy. Well, after that six weeks, it is definitely longer, but it is very thin, like a pencil. My wife has packed her bags and taken the kids to stay with her mother. Thanks, buddy. 
Imagine him down the pub. Who is? Can I get a cider? Yeah, what, what brand? Strong. But don't worry. If you've got a really big penis and you would like a penis reduction, we can also do that. Our fat-handed <laughs> employees will push your penis back in with their thumbs <laughs> and try and make it smaller. Go Barry's today and get our new programme. Only 99.99. Now it is time for the news. In each episode, Stu tells us a real news story and a fake one he's made up, and I have to guess which one is real and which one is fake. He'll also tell us uh, sports, weather, business, and hopefully a return again of Dr. Doris. So, Stu, here are your headlines. Thank you, Al. Yeah, Doris is here, don't worry. Good. Uh, Josh Hom reveals his secret to always winning hide-and-seek. He says it's simple. I appear missing. <laughs> Very good. Josh Hammer also had a lucky weekend in Vegas uh, after winning the $500,000 jackpot in a poker tournament where he had a winning hand of threes and sevens. Uh. And Gladys Knight has had to postpone her concert in Georgia tomorrow as she's just missed that midnight train. <laughs> Very good. Story number one. Sticking with a condiment theme as well. Two of the UK's best-known condiments are setting out for a royal makeover this week to mark the Queen's Platinum Jubilee. Oh! Heinz is releasing limited-edition bottles of HM sauce, with a HP, I guess, yep. and Salad Queen, Yeah. Uh, to mark Her Majesty's 70 years on the throne. I bet your legs go, no, after sitting on the throne for 70 years. Right <laughs> Uh, the two will be a supermarket shelves this week in time for the four-day bank holiday in June. Heinz senior brand manager Anke von Hanstein said, This is an extraordinary moment for the Queen and the British public, and we want to celebrate with two of our most historic sources. Reducing limited edition bottles felt like the perfect fit. We hope our customers enjoy the designs and they add a squeeze of fun the Jubilee celebrations. Lovely. Now, Heinz has mustered the courage there to rebrand some of its sources. Other brands may start playing catch-up with their own offerings. Lovely stuff. Um, <coughs> so, are Heinz releasing special sources, or is Julia Roberts running for president? No. <laughs> the Hollywood actress has had the idea for a while now, and the project came to fruition only recently. Julia said, so I'm not treating this as a money monster. Yeah. It's all, it's all above board. I asked my stepmom, uh. who's a lawyer, and she's advised me to go for it. I've always been into politics. I went to law school in London and did lots of pro bono work for cases around Notting Hill. Uh. Oh, yes. I wasn't just a pretty woman back then. <laughs> I, actually found, I actually found work as a lawyer at my best friend's wedding. She was kind of a runaway bride, and the, uh, <laughs> the Grimm's family sued for stress. But I represented her and won. Make yep. the fuck up. <laughs> but I have all my staff sorted for the uh, the campaign. Ah, look, here's Mona Lisa. Smile! <laughs> <laughs> That's my PA there. 
Uh, here's Mike Oceans. 11 years he would be in the business now, yeah. <laughs> anyway, wait for me. I'll appreciate it. Aaron Brockovich. <laughs> Very good still. Well, the second one's made up. Even though, this, even though the first one had a lot of good puns in it. Yes, Heinz are releasing special sources to mark the Queen's Jubilee, and Julie Roberts will probably be carrying on making films, not running for the top gig in the United States. Do you want a bit of sport, Al? Yes, please. So, controversy at the Suntan Olympics this week, because everyone ended up getting bronze. <laughs> Very good. And the Easter Bunny is joining in on the 100-meter sprint this year after hearing the winner gets 24 carrots. <laughs> Brilliant. Here's a bit of health with Dr. Doris. Hey. Hello, everyone. Dr. Doris here. Been a bit off form this week, I was, you know. Been a bit off form, I was. <laughs> Voice has changed again, but I like this I one best. Cold again. I got cold. Oh. I said to a patient, I can't find the cause of your illness. But I think it might be because of drinking. And the patient said, oh, I'm sorry. I'll come back when you're sober then. <laughs> Thanks, Doris. Travel with Arnie. Good evening. This week I toured all of the golf courses of the United States of America. I was paired against a man from Europe. He said, Annie, help me find my assistant. He has all my clubs and he was in the arts and crafts area all day. But now he is gone. So I said, well... Who is your caddy and what does he glue? Oh, God. <laughs> Weather is a standing. Oh, that's standing. Lovely stuff. Well, thank you, Stu. That was in the news. And now it is time for our brand new feature, Replacing Bastermind. It's Dinosaur, po Dinosaur Park Goes Tits Up. Hi. So, Dinosaur Park Goes Tits Up. This is our brand new feature where me and Stu will choose a film that is on a streaming site. Uh, we're going through the letters of the alphabet, so we start with A, and we have to answer five questions on that film. Now, it's not from IMDb or Wikipedia. We have to have watched the film and then get um, our answers from it. We will also give a very short review on the film and we will give it a new tagline. Hence, Dinosaur Park Goes Tits Up was my, um, was my tagline for Jurassic Park. So, Stu, hopefully the listeners will understand what's going on there. It's very similar to Bastermind in a way. In a way. Stu, on the last episode, I gave you Anaconda to watch. Great film. And you mm. gave me? Avengers Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron. Excellent. Stu, do you want me to ask you questions first? Yeah. So first of all, Stu, did you enjoy the film? Give us a quick review. Oh. Uh, dead shit. <laughs> dead shit. Um, do you want to give us your, um, your tagline for it? Fresh from the block, J-Lo brings Ice Cube along to try and get a massive snake under control. John oh. Boyd stands in the way. <laughs> Lovely stuff. Stu, here are your five questions. Question one. What does John Voigt, who plays Paul Cerrone, do when he gets spat out of a snake? He winks at J-Lo and then stays dead, even though he was already dead before he winked. Yeah, it make any sense. Brilliant moment. Stu, question two. How many ways does Paul Cerrone say a river can kill you? Um, four. River can kill you in a thousand ways. <laughs> it's a thousand. Stu, I want to know two. the thousand. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the sequel where he just lists them. Question three. One eye. What does Gary, 
played by Owen Wilson, say the jungle makes him. Nah. Is it just me or does the jungle make you horny? <laughs> Question four. What does Danny Rich, played by Ice Cube, um, pin the snake with towards the end of the film? What does he pin it to the ground with? Axe, isn't it? What kind of axe? Pickaxe. Pickaxe, correct. Well done. Question five. What colour is Paul Cerrone's T-shirt the first time you meet him? Black. Oh, it's red. Ah. Unlucky state. But you scored two out of uh, five. Well done. Not bad. Uh, Right. Avengers Age of Ultron. Like the film? Uh, Yeah, I really liked it, Stu. I know people say it's not the best one, but I quite enjoyed it. I like it. Was that my tagline? Please. Internet robot goes fucking mental. <laughs> right, here's your five questions then from the film Avengers Age of Ultron. Who is working behind the bar at the party? Oh, shit. Um, oh, it's Bruce Banner. No, it's not. Can I redo my question? answer? We're still keeping Bass in mind. No, no. Right, Bruce Banner. No, it's Natasha Romanoff. Yeah, I knew. No, it's Bruce Banner at the bar. Yeah. Bad luck, mate. Uh, where do they defeat Strucker at the beginning of the film? Where does that battle take place? Uh, Sokovia. Yeah. Uh, in a test of strength for the party, who slightly moves Mjolnir? Uh, that would be Captain America. Yep. The Avengers all go to visit which Avengers home to hide out? Hawkeye. Yep. And which character do we see for the first time in the after credits? Thanos? Thanos. Oh, excellent. Four. So, four. That makes it 1-0 to me. Excellent, Stu. I really enjoyed that. Stu, moving on to B. What's my B for next week? You've got Beauty and the Beast, Al, which you can find on Disney+. Plus. Is that the animated or...? Yeah, animated, yeah. Okay. Stu, I know how much you like British gangster films. So I've chosen, chosen for you Bonded by Blood 2. Which Stu stars Terry Stone, which uh, we know from the Rise of the Foot Soldier films. Uh, Stu, I'd just like to lead, read you the synopsis on IMDb. In the aftermath of the infamous Essex Boys Range Rover killings, a group of younger, flashier criminals emerged to pill, fill the power vacuum. 5.2 out of 10, Stu. On, uh, 5.2 out of 10 on IMDb. What's the line? What can I stream it on? Oh, it is on Amazon Prime. So if, at home, if you would like to watch along and see if you can get the answers, I will be watching Beauty and <coughs> the Beast, the animated film on Disney+, and Stu will be watching Bonded by Blood 2, which is on Amazon Prime. I'm going to find you such a shit film, Nick. <laughs> so that was Dinosaur Park Goes Tits Up. Hope you enjoyed the new feature. And now it's time for the Bag O' Nails. Rabbit, 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 rabbit. So before we start the bag of nails, we realised that we missed out the tiebreaker questions on Dinosaur Park Goes Tits Up. So, Stu, why don't you give me the tiebreaker question for... Oh, no, I'll give you yours first, sorry. Um, so I've got, <laughs> I've got two for you. Um, what is the boat called that they're on? Ah. It's called the Michaela One. Um, but my second question, Stu, was um, what accent is John Voigt trying to do? <laughs> I can work it out. I don't think he knew. No, I would have accepted the answer, Stu. Fuck knows. 
yeah. Oh, pretty much. <laughs> he went. He went. I think he went some kind of Spanish at some point. Yeah. Go on. Then. What was my tiebreaker? Uh, what vehicle does Captain America use in that Battle of Sokovia? Uh, a motorbike. Okay, so back to Bag O'Nails. Each episode, Stu or I take a trip down to London. London? And down to the beautiful pub of the Bag O'Nails. Each uh, episode, we meet someone down there and get a recording. So, Stu, it was your turn to go down this week. How'd you get on? Very well, actually, Alex. Very well. Very well. You got a tape for me? Yeah. And who's this person that I'm meeting? This is Melvin, the performer. Oh, excellent. Well, without further ado, click. Hello, everyone. Melvin here. I'm a performer. I perform. You like that? So, yeah, we come to the Bag of Nails uh, quite some time now. I've been, I've been listening in the background. I know what you like to do. You come in here, you play silly buggers and record people. So, I've got some stories for you. Uh, here's my uh, tales of the Bag of Nails. Nice to meet you, Al, if you're listening. Thank And you. Hey. Did he say, I don't know, because, yeah, he's only listening. Now, when I'm up the park, I always get people to say to me, break a leg before the audition. That way, I'll end up in a cast. <laughs> That's very good, still. I like that. <laughs> Went for an audition at the old Vic, you know, the one down the road, just around the corner from the Bag of Nails. They said to me, what's your special talent? I said, I do bad impressions. I said, no, sorry, it's not original. We've had loads of that. I said, all right, fair enough. Flew out the window. <laughs> had an audition for that wrestling thing, that WWE. Once. My wrestling name was The Paper Man. Um, failed to get the gig. Uh, the Rock was the champion at the time, but they didn't want paper beating Rock. <laughs> Did X Factor. Load of crap. Spoke on before me, kept going on about his beloved Swedish car that was stolen the night before. Tell you what, always someone with a Saab story on there, <laughs> <laughs> my old man was always supportive of my uh, auditioning anyway when I was younger each time he gave me a five and told me to uh, let the casting director see it he said it's not for bribing mine it's to let them know you can actually hold a note <laughs> this is one of my favourites one more audition for that Harry Potter didn't I yeah hell. I seen that Shirley McCain there he said, I'm here to play the prisoner of Azkaban. I said, Shirley, you can't be serious. <laughs> anyway, speaking of auditions, I've got one now. I'll, uh, I'll be seeing you all again, I, I imagine. All the best. <laughs> Brilliant, Stu. Loved it. <laughs> you, Shirley, you can't be seri- serious. <laughs> Excellent. Well, that was Stu's trip down the bag of nails. Don't worry, I'll be down the next week ruining another story. So don't worry, Kazza, G90. I will be uh, ruining Brum for you. Yay! <laughs> uh, you shouldn't tell me what uh, the shows that you liked as a child. So that was a bag of nails. And now it is time for Mike Reed's Top Tips. In each episode, Stu finds a cassette tape of a couple of tips from Mike Reed before he popped his clogs. Stu, you got the cassette this week? Yep. Thank you. And click. Afternoon, all Mark Reed here. Couple of more tips just to get you through that thing called life. Watching a film on the toilet. Use all the bog roll up then so you can use that holder as a speaker. You're like you're in the cinema, 
your own private screening. <laughs> Lovely. Don't know how to tie your shoes. Use glue. The struggle to get them off, but they'll stay on while you're at. <laughs> Brilliant. Thanks, Mike. See you, See you later. So that's uh, episode 47. So if you would like to contribute in the next episode, uh, our top three will be Stu. Our top three shows from the years of Nickelodeon. When you Excellent. watch Nickelodeon, what were your favourite shows on there? And also our 90s corner will be your top film from the year 1995. You can get in contact, stewandalpod at gmail.com or on Twitter and Instagram. We are at stewandalpod. Stu, before we go, have you got anything to say? I don't have anything this week, have I? Okay, Stu, well, um, I've got another person who wants to talk to you about your engagement to Jackie D. So, are you ready? Um, okay, here we go. Hello, Stuart. I'm Jackie D Senior. Jackie D's mum. You are right? Yeah. <laughs> She's got an annoying voice, isn't she? Yeah. Stu, a lot of people have trouble uh, sexually satisfying their partners on the wedding night. So, the night before, Stu, if you want to come and have a go on me and I can give you some pointers. Oh, oh Stu, you can save it to the wedding day because I'll be wearing a short skirt and no knickers so you can pop yourself in any time. Oh, God. See myself out? Yeah, I think I might. After you've had the wedding, Stu, I will come and live with you and Jackie um, to look after the babies when they're born. But I do walk around with a flimsy nightgown on without a bra and knickers on. So I hope you're used to that sort of thing. Uh, we're going on an endo, Stu. I'll let you know about the endo. We're going to have loads of bottles of Lambrina. Um, oh, I don't care. I'm not going to be any part of the endo, so don't right, worry. But we're going to get a stripper, Stu, with a massive knob. So <laughs> and gonna, we're going to have whipped cream over him and lick it off. Be nice, that one, chick. So, is there any questions you want to ask me about Jackie? Absolutely none. All right. Hey, Stu, why don't you, me and you, meet up for a glass of Lambrini one night? Um, can't drink anymore, I'm afraid. I know a lovely place behind the alder. Yeah, sure you do. By the bins. All right, Stu, I'll see you on the wedding night. Goodbye. Uh, bye. Hey, she sounds like a lovely woman, doesn't she, Stu? Yeah. <laughs> so uh that was episode 47 hope you have a lovely may you know star, star wars month may the first be with you may the second be with you may the third be with you the fourth of may be with you and so forth and so on may the fifth be with you yeah indeed yeah. so that was episode 47 we'll be back in a couple of weeks for episode 48 let's say goodbye Stu. Goodbye. Ta-ra. Do you have the time to listen to me whine about nothing and everything all at once? I am one of those melodramatic fools, neurotic to the bone, no doubt about it.